This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1004 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show. Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks take on the uncomfortable topic of sitting a rough trot. And we'll get right to our tip after this important shopping tip from EquestrianCollections.com. Well, hey, everybody. It is time again for the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week, and here is Debbie to tell us all about it. This week, I'm going to be featuring the Dublin River Tall Boots. Now, your listeners have probably heard me talk about these before because they're wonderful. And this year, there's a new thing. We have a new size chart up that also gives the calf width, which they didn't have that before. So now, if you were hesitating because you weren't sure about the calf width, that is on the size chart for these boots. They're very, very, very popular, um, and they're waterproof, and they're very pretty, and my sister has a pair, and she rides in them, loves them, wears them all the time. They're very warm. They're fabulous boots. We also, this is the time of year to be looking for what we call country-style boots, which is this kind of boot. There's a lot of the different boots out there with a lot of different styles that are under the term country boots. You can just uh, put that in the search engine, and you'll come up with lots of different designs and looks and vendors that have this type of boot. They're very, very popular. They're going to be hot, hot, hot for Christmas. So take a look at www.equestriancollections.com. Put in country boots um, in the search engine. But if you want a pair that I know you will love, the Dublin River Tall Boots is it. Um, So our our tip of the day um, comes from sitting a rough trot. And uh, basically, the, the big thing is how do you sit a rough trot? Um, and, and the big thing is to make your horse more reactive to lighter aids and teach yourself to establish a really quality temp, uh, tempo, which I think is really important. And as you do this over time, you know, some of it is strength. Um, and I have to be honest, if I get a new horse that I think, oh, my gosh, this horse is a little bit hard to keep connected and a little bit hard to sit the trot, I don't always force myself to sit the trot. I think sometimes um, if you don't have the right back and the horse isn't giving you a place to sit, sometimes it's really hard to do that. So um, I do try to, to sell to myself or tell my riders, you know, do posting trot, do sitting trot until you're strong enough and the horse is strong enough to have you sit for, for a long period of time. I think it's also really important that your horse is in front of consistent aids. And they talk about this in the article. Um, that the horses need to be in front of consistent aids. You also need to have tactful hands and tactful rein aids. Um, you know, if you're jamming the horse in the mouth or jawing the horse in the mouth, um, he's not going to like the sitting trot either. So I think it's really important that um, in that case, you could do some lunge lessons or uh, things along those lines to help you get stronger without banging the horse in the mouth. I think that that's really important. Um And then sometimes you just can't sit it and that's okay. Do a transition to walk or do a transition to posting trot, get more organized 
and then go back to the sitting trot. So that was sort of the basic things that uh, Camilla DuPont talks about in her article, which I thought was really a a good way to start the discussion on how to sit a rough trot. Uh, Philip, can you add anything to this? Yeah, I think uh, a good point from the article is to maybe think about and evaluate the horse's trot. I mean, you know, they all trot a little bit different. They have a different feel, you know, but um, you can do a lot of things to really improve the gait before you even think about start you know starting to sit it right because if you think about like why is it why is the trot tough to sit is is this a lazy horse is he behind your leg a horse you can never sit a horse that's behind your leg i don't care how good a rider you are if if you're having to to push the horse along and try and sit that's not going to work the horse is not carrying you right okay so that's one thing another thing is you know is the trot a little short and stilted you know and is that what's making it difficult to sit then you need to really lengthen out the horse's gait a little bit before you before you even sit on them so and and then you talked about the horse needs to have a a strong connection and 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 be good in the connection and also um, have enough muscle to carry the rider along in this connection so a lot of times if you're a rider and you think i'm i'm trotting along okay i got a good long trot i've got I've got a, a good connection, the back feels really good, and then all of a sudden I sit on it and it goes away. Well, then there's a lot of work that needs to be done in transitions um, to to help that horse carry you. I mean, they, you know, a lot of times a horse will feel the rider sit and then all of a sudden kind of clamp up, you know, having nothing to do with the rider, just the, the the horse's reaction to taking weight. So what I would do in this case is really, you know, go back, to, like, like you said, you already said, Reese, you know, go back to walk, and then push it forward in trot and try and, you know, from the first step um, out of walk into trot that you have those qualities of a good forward gait and a good connection and a good back and all of that. And then just a few strides and then start rising. That helps to get the horse really, you know, comfortable uh, with carrying you um, before you're doing a whole ton of, of sitting trot at one time. And I think it's, 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 it's a hard thing to do, sitting trot, but it's not something that you have to, you know, force you and the horse to do. And then all of a sudden it might just get better one day, right? If you're not having a ton of success, you have to um, get, a, get a strategy going that, that will build you and the horse towards, towards success in, in, this, uh, in this area, in this idea, because they're not all just great to sit on. I mean, there's lots of horses like, you know, I can't sit on. I have to say, okay, well, this horse needs more training, needs more muscle development, and, and then, I can, then I can start sitting. So... Um, but you know what, those are, those are a couple of big things that I would try and evaluate, you know, as I'm having trouble sitting to the source. Do you have any, anything to add there, Reese? Any ideas? No, I think that that's really good. I mean, I think that those are right along the same lines and I, and I tell people, you know, this doesn't happen overnight, you know, especially my adult amateur clients that we're working you know, before they want to show second level or before they really want to get going with the sitting trot, I tell them like, it, it may take a little bit of time. Yep. This isn't just going to happen. I think that that's one of the things. It's sort of there's a process, and you know, a lot of the questions that I get too is, um, is it okay if my horse goes a little slower? You know what? I think that's fine. If you need your horse to slow down so you don't pop him in the mouth or you don't give him a kick or what, whatever, I think that's fine. I think that that's you just need to know that. Obviously, you're not quite at the tempo and rhythm that you need to be, um, but that's okay if you need to start slower yeah, and, and it can work be a up. Developing process. It's fine. I, I tell people to buy themselves, 
You know the strap that we, I call the bucking strap, right? I yep. Mean, the one that goes uh, on the D-rings of your saddle sits in the middle. You yep. can get one of those. It's not for bucking, but, you know, if you're having trouble sitting, you know, put your hand on that strap. You know, take it off. You know, don't throw away the rein, but you can have your rein and your hand on that strap. If you have a horse that's not going to run away, I mean, that's that's perfect. Then you can use that strap a little bit to, to help, you know, get yourself into the saddle a little bit, stabilize your position without grabbing the horse in the mouth. I mean, as soon as, as, soon as you get tense and you clamp up and, you, and then all of a sudden you're really slowing the horse down and really stopping from the horse from being able to move, that, that's no good. So you have to be able to, you know, the horse is, has to be able to have his mouth a little bit as you try and figure out your, uh, your sitting trot. And, you know, I, I tell people with this too, there's no, there's no magic answer to it. It's just, you know, professionals like Reese and myself, ride, you know, six horses a day, have been doing it for years. That's how we got good at it. It's yeah. not something that somebody just said like, oh, do this, and then all of a sudden I, I learned how to sit trot. I mean, right. it just takes years and years and years and years, and then years more. So, yep. you know, do the best you can. You got your own horse, or you borrow a horse, or, you know, just ride as much as you can, and you'll get exactly. better. That's, you will that's get better. all there is to it. Yeah. Yeah, it is time in the saddle. Well, there you have it. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip talking about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com or even better, download the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Droid and have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go. Just go to your app store, search Horse Radio Network and download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of equestriancollections.com and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.